In a week where we've scored eight goals and conceded none with ten men, by the way, I am absolutely dreading by ourselves. <laughs> My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Cameron, Simon and Paddy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Uh, first of all, a, a huge congratulations to Hammy. For, del for personally delivering, <laughs> for, uh, for being um, part owner of a, a brand new little jumbo baby. Just wonderful news. Right. Uh, right. Congratulations. Congratulations, Hammy, and uh, all involved with the Hammy family. I was half expecting him to see him on the call, t-shirt <laughs> on, that. with a pint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a baby in the other hand. Aye. 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 He is one dedicated man to the podcast, so uh, well done, Hammy, and uh, and family. Superb. It's the third Broken Hearts baby since we started this podcast. That is crazy. And me and Paddy, well, talks are, talks are all going. <laughs> yeah, negotiations are underway. <laughs> right. You'd love to see it. Um. And other big news this week, uh, unfortunately, CAV is closing. <laughs> Which, for many, is the result of how babies are made. I've had yeah. some incredible nights there, so it is, it is bad. Yep. David the is going to be gutted. Exactly. It was the first man that sprang to mind when I saw the news. Um, bye. Rest in peace, the Cavendish. What more can you say? Not a lot. Um, some other bits and bobs. Obviously, we're here to talk about the derby, but some other stuff first. Um, Robin Nielsen has confirmed that we are looking at more players, um, like not just Callum Patterson, apparently, I would caveat. Um, not clear if this would be a, if we don't get Patterson kind of thing, or an additional one, um, but surely it's a right wing back, eh? He, he talks a lot of shite. Who, who knows? <laughs> I also have no understanding as to why you would want a right back at the moment when Michael Smith is in such scintillating form. <laughs> Michael Smith was begging to get subbed off against Hibs. <laughs> like literally pleading with the bench to take him off. Yeah. That's why. Um, but we'll, we'll ride him till the wheels come off again. Um, but here, Nathaniel Atkinson was all right when he came on, eh? He was. I do agree with that. Cameron, we, will you admit it? Nah, he's, he's frozen again. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Pay your fucking bills, mate. As soon as he heard Nathaniel Atkinson, he just unplugged his router. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. It's going to go down to the wire. The whole Patterson fiasco. Oh, he gave all this. He gave all this chat at the end of the summer transfer window. Oh, there's no, that's not the last business done. Definitely looking to bring in two more bodies. Name day. Well, Snodgrass <laughs> and Keo, but Keo's not really a football player. <laughs> no, I'd agree with you there. I refuse to speak about Keo on this podcast. <laughs> discussed this last week. Um, a couple other things. So a few people said this week um, without Europe we would have been challenging Rangers for second place this season. 
What's well, your views on that? With Europe, we're challenging them, so... <laughs> <laughs> Hardly. Well, we're still miles away. But I do think there's an argument to be made that if we have a fully fit squad, and it's also because Rangers are a bit shite right now, we're probably, I think, probably just as good as Rangers. I'd agree. I'm very excited for our upcoming game against them at Ten Castle just a week on Wednesday. Right, I'll say a lot about the character of the squad because mentally we have not shown up against Rangers very often. No. Yeah. Aye. Made um, just let them come on to us the last time. I mean, they put out their under 18s and they walloped us. <laughs> mm, aye, but that was post split. Fuck. Nielsen doesn't do post split. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was an interesting point because I think even if we were to beat Rangers a week on Wednesday, the gap's still 12 points. I thought it'd be nine. I thought it's 12 at the moment. No, I don't think so. Um, again, it's a shame. No, none of us could just Google that and confirm it. Where's the fun in that? Yeah, exactly. Just, just leave it to the imagination. Aye. I think you've got to think as well, if we never went to Europe, we wouldn't have built that squad rapport and cohesion we wouldn't be the men we are today without going to Florence and I don't think people realise like I'm I am the first person to say we should be looking up not looking behind us but the financial gap between us and either of the old firm teams is incredible yeah there's yeah. it's six or seven times they've got six or seven times what we do and that's mm. just that's it and they're also really, being really badly run yeah exactly yeah, you just got to keep keep improving every year. That's all we can do. Yeah, and exactly. then all it takes is them to absolutely fuck it one year. Yeah, um, also just just for the game against Rangers a week on Wednesday, and this is going to sound mental given we scored eight goals in our last two games. But if we could play slightly better than we did <laughs> the first half yesterday, oh. on paper this is an unbelievable run for Hearts. But actually, when you watch us, we go, "Wow, we look a bit shaky." To be honest. <laughs> Well, could oh, could yeah. you please just make it less nerve-wracking for the first, like, 70 minutes? <laughs> I fear for our opponents when we actually play well one day. I know. Exactly. Imagine um, if we hit fifth gear, man. Jeez, oh. <laughs> Imagine we hit third. <laughs> well, aye, on recent form, we're, we're going for here we go, here we go, 10 in a row for 10, kind of basically, not getting beat in 10 games <laughs> if we don't get beat on Sunday against Livingston. Sunday? Saturday? Sunday. Sunday against Livingston. Sunday. On the daily. Is it? Aye. Why? <laughs> <laughs> A voice from Good the point. beyond. <laughs> Cameron is having uh, technical difficulties. If you, oh, you won't be able to see listener. And every time he connects, he's changed his name on the screen as well. So we're currently joined by Trevor, which is always <laughs> a pleasure. Um, but yeah, going for 10 in a row against Livingston and also 10 in a row in derby games against the High Bees. Wait. Which, is, which is mad. Was it over a, like 1,100 days since they last won a game against us? Right. Crazy. COVID has come and gone. <laughs> Indeed. 
Um, just talk about the Hibs game. We'll jump into the Hibs game and talk about Aberdeen after. It'd be weird not to just talk about Hibs now. Yeah. Um, jumping into it, I guess, first of all, it was a terrible start. First half wasn't <laughs> great. But the first five minutes, we were in a very angry pub. Um, especially after Kevin Nisbet hit the post with the cheekiest of back heels on the first minute. That was Josh Campbell, was it not? It was, yeah, Josh, it was Josh Campbell. Oh, was it Josh Campbell? Was they focusing on the Hibs? Hibs highlights, I've got to say. Um, but that could have been one for the ages, but it fucking was, not he? Aye, like, it's the... I said it earlier, but it's just the oddest performances for the results that we're getting. And it just shows you that we were in first gear. We played terrible. Maybe the worst we've played this season. Hibs played really well, and we still pumped them 3-0. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, should have said as well, like like you don't know, listener, but it was the same starting eleven that destroyed Aberdeen without playing well um, <laughs> the previous Wednesday. Um, and and our, our goal on the tenth minute was completely against the run of play. It's like our first actual chance in the Hibs box. Um, another brilliant free kick from Stallgrass, indirect free kick, and I think it was Shanklin that got credited the assist, heading it back across the Janelli. Um, terrible defending from Hibs to give him that much space all the time in the world to fund it past David Marshall. In my head, we didn't have another chance in the first half. Like that was it. Yeah, I don't think we. I don't remember having a chance. We, we had one, which we'll come on to. Half oh. chance, but nothing major. Um, just wanted to bring up Janelli's contract situation here. Um, <laughs> Robbie Nielsen said after the game that basically they'll be sitting down soon and offer him. Offering him a contract, which is to be expected. Are you surprised it's taken this long, first of all? Uh, uh, no. It's, it's all about timing. The player's going to want to do it when they're in the best form. The club's going to want to do it. Not then. Mm-hmm. Um, Ginelli's got the, the all the cards in his hand because he is playing very well right now. Yep. Hi. Yeah. They've just changed it. They've stopped him being a winger and just play him through the middle. Yeah. And it works really well. <laughs> Shanklin does all the running. <laughs> if you told me that in like September, aye. No danger. Like Shanklin didn't run at all. Janelli didn't they want to be at the club. Mm-hmm. Some turnaround. <laughs> they aye. both are tremendous. Aye. They're a brilliant partnership. I mean, that. A lot of the time they're playing, but you could basically say that we're playing two up front with Shanklin and Janelli. I know Shanklin is going wide, it's all very fluid, and then you've got Mackay occasionally doing okay things. <laughs> not left. yesterday. <laughs> no, not yesterday. Um, I'm sorry. Paddy, you, you raised some concerns yesterday that um, about Janelli, could he be an ego player? Could he fancy himself a move here regardless down south? Uh, yeah, but also, could he just be playing this well to get his contract and then go back to what he was last season as well is probably another concern that you've got, but mm-hmm. you can't really not give somebody a contract on that worry. Yeah. I think he's, uh, Nielsen said post-match, he's matured as a player and he's, um, I mean, his position has completely changed. I mean, out, out wide, he wasn't a bad winger, but he's, um, he's twice the player now. 
playing yeah, up top yeah. with support around him. And he's a very clinical finisher, fin- finisher when you see Ginelli. Yeah, but between yeah, the sticks, he's lethal. That was a great finish yesterday. Aye, it was. Very sharp. It's amazing what you can do when you're not in a position where you're allowed to cut the ball back. <laughs> he was king of the cutback when he was on the wing. Yeah, he was. Right. He's better doing the middle. Um, but just to speak about Barry McCain here as well, um, he had, I mean, you could almost say it was a howler. Everyone was fuming in Barry McKay's performance. The amount of times he was losing the ball. It's not just that, though. It's, it's not lack of effort, but it look, looks like lack of effort running, chasing people back sometimes. He's just jogging when he's having a bad game, and it's not a good look. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was pulled back into centre mid um, to try and help get the ball at defence because we were just losing the ball. We've, I don't even remember actually going into Hibbs half for a lot of the first half. No. Yeah. Um, and I think they tried to drop Barry McKay in a centre mid role, and it just didn't work at all. Yeah. No. And he kept losing the ball every time he got given it as well. Like, yeah, it, it, it didn't work, whatever. They, I mean, we were still 1 0 up and Hibs are shit, so it didn't matter. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll obviously come on to speak about like the Livingston game, for example, on, on Sunday. But I mean, what do you think our strongest front three is now? Or do you think we're still to see it with the likes of Oda and Kaul? Do you think Mackay has to get dropped and you bring in Humphreys now and you move? Someone I, out left. I'd be up for dropping a centre mid in, like play yeah. Grant, like I think play if, an actual centre mid. I think if you're going to play the back five, it needs to be a five-three-two and not this five-two-three because we're getting overrun all the time. No, it's and not gap, is getting man marked to every game. Yeah, now. The gaps yeah. between the two midfielders is ridiculous at certain points. They're nowhere near each other. That's a wee bit mm-hmm. of tactics there. But also, yeah. we've won the last two games eight nil. <laughs> this whole week doesn't make sense to be like. Aye. It's unbelievable. <laughs> well, that, that's exactly the thing. Do you want to bother start tinkering? Because <laughs> we're scoring and... absolute screamers. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I agree with Simon. I would put an extra... I'd put Horgie Grant, big Gorgie Grant in, to be honest with you. I thought he played brilliantly yesterday when he came on. Aye. Aye, good. Um, he's not on the pod to cry about that, but... <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Pat, uh, Pat, uh, Hammy's poor bairn. It's probably already been told <laughs> about George Glenn. Um, I, I mean, after that goal on the 10th minute, I mean, Hibbs went on to have the Lions share off possession. Never really looked like scoring that much. Xander Clark had to make a few saves, but nothing overly threatening. Um, he did spill a good two or three crosses. Yeah. Which could have led to danger. I only remember one, but he, he didn't have to seem to have the safest hands yesterday. But to be honest, a lot of the Hearts players, and again, mental to say, but a lot of the Hearts players in the first half didn't have a great performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still beat them 3 0, get it up though. <laughs> uh, approaching half time, the other chance we had was uh, Alex Cochran kind of fizzling across the box. Michael Smith. Oh, yeah. Have you hit it first time? Um, towards the back post, David Marshall saved it. I can't remember, but he didn't definitely did not get back after he did that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I couldn't find the halftime stats, unfortunately, but it could have, it could have only have been all hibs, yeah, which is hilarious. 
Um, the second half was really quite scrappy stuff right from half time right through to the 70th minute. We started getting regaining a bit of control. And just when there was mutterings in the pub off, we're getting back into this year. Up steps Lawrence Shankland with another penalty. Yeah, what a penalty Wait, that was. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we've got to give credit for the, the sort of change in the game to Robbie Nielsen and the subs. If it was yeah. him, we called him, obviously. I think yeah. it was perfect. And Alex Cochran, he wasn't having his best game. Ewan was that Ewan was he was pretty good. We're lucky that he has absolutely no idea what to do once he gets past a player. Yeah. Like because he was rinsing everyone, cutting inside, and they'd be like, right, here's absolutely nothing, boys. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was good. Um and I think the subs he made bringing in Grant, I think he made like three separate subs Humphrey's over five minutes. Nice. Yeah. Aye, yeah. So it was Kingsley on for Cochrane, and then he brought in Janelli, uh, Humphreys for Janelli, and then Grant for Mackay. And I thought it really helped. We just really took control of it from then on. Right. It just shows you how strong was our bench, by the way. Yeah. I couldn't even name half the players on that Hibs bench. I can name one. McCurdy. <laughs> and that big murder, Will Fish. <laughs> oh, aye. Still kicking a bit. Um, but yeah, the, the subs changed it. Um, and I actually had nothing to talk about Humphreys here as well, because he was the... You got the oh, sorry, before you go on, I, we'll talk about that. That Lauren Shankland goal was a fucking screamer. Yeah. yeah. The wee one two with Humphreys. I didn't appreciate how good a goal that was until just like an hour ago. Aye, absolute screamer. The, it's it's just, such a good wee one two. It's just a pity such a dirty player. Um, <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> um, is Humphreys the best impact sub appearance since Graham Weir's doubler in the 4 4 derby? It's the best impact sub appearance since Humphreys' sub appearance against Hibbs on the second. I they sometimes play football and there's like boys run with the ball, and you're like, I'm not fucking getting in the way of that. <laughs> he is just one of those players. Because um, there's a better impact sub this season already, and it's Lauren Shanklin when he came on against Celtic and scored a hat trick. <laughs> oh, why? Right enough, that's a brilliant shot. It's mental he was dropped at that point. Aye, what a season! They feel like this season's been about four seasons in one. I know, no, no, it's been nuts. It really has. Um, aye, that that was some phrase. Just get a big man signed up. Eh? Don't aye. care how much it's going to cost. <laughs> Sell a telly. <laughs> Sell one of the big screens, eh? Um, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I've just got a clock. You can leave that screen exactly where it is. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your telly. <laughs> Aye, it does. Me and Cameron were laughing at the weekend of the days before uh, the TVs. We've already got so used to being able to see uh, what time it is throughout the game. Because mm-hmm. there was just, up until... This season, you just <laughs> had no idea what minute it was. <laughs> See, I've always been fine from the midfield, so I'd have like a, a good sense about clocks. Oh, that's been a good 20 minutes now. Aye. Oh, <laughs> dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Um, up potentially. It's definitely in my top five 
favourite derby moments, the whole Toby Civic last 10 minutes of this oh. game. He almost scored before as well. Aye, well, 85th minute. He was like a prime Messi. <laughs> winning the ball in the middle of the park, dribbling it past about four boys. Um, and the finish was actually quite funny. Like all the attempted finish was quite funny. <laughs> it was stretching quite a bit for that one. Yeah. Um, but it just came out of nowhere. Um, Shanklin's red card, just to cover that here as well. I guess the kind of speed of play, which has forced the, the ref's reaction to, to issue a second yellow. But he's fucked that there. He's oh, not made any contact. And you can appeal these as well, which is Absolutely. even worse. I thought he got bang on. It was a horrendous, horrendous tackle. <laughs> Nearly broke the boy's <laughs> leg for all that contact. <laughs> and then Cammy Devlin did break the boy. Aye, somebody did get a broken leg. Um, but aye, that, that was Shanklin's worth. Don't want to, to jinx it, but we're lucky. It's just Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton podcast will be recording that. Aye. There, there's no Hamilton podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not one Hamilton podcast, can guarantee it. Um, Shanklin's can have a wee have a game off. Good for him. Um and I 95th minute. Toby Civic running 80 yards up the park and chipping David Marshall. Fingers Aye. to the fingers in the ears to the highways. Yeah, that finish was something else as well. So good. The whole mm. the whole thing was so good. I don't think I think the, the kind of underrated bit of the whole thing is how he seems to just get faster and faster as he's <laughs> the pitch. Yeah. His legs are like getting away from him. <laughs> Again, Humphrey's assist as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable ball. I think it's one of my favourite favourite goals in recent memory. Yeah, it was quality. Do you reckon Nielsen saw the first time and was like, we've got to make sure he gets another chance to do that? Pay <laughs> him up the pitch. I think it's all civic. I think it's got fuck all to do with Nielsen. Aye. I think, um, in a way, I think it's like the, the difference between elite players and average players. The fact that on the 95th minute, there was no need for Toby Civic to be doing that. It's absolutely, he could have just hooked that for me. <laughs> No need at all. Like he's went, Ken Watt, they're open at the back. I'm going to go and score now. And there he Aye. just started running. He just plays it out and starts running. He knows he's going to get forward and get another shot, potentially a goal. That's how confident he is now. I don't know who he's out running as well, but he leaves him in the dust. Yeah, it runs like the whole fucking Hibs team. You also just called him an elite player. That's, yeah, that's, that's yeah, he's around as well. Yes, no, no, I just mean he's he's absolutely brimming with, it, with confidence now. He needed this run of games, um, and just for him to step up and just say, "Ken, what? I'm going to go and score now, boys." We're not <laughs> missing Craig Alcott. Yeah, I know it's mental. No, we're not. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, James Hill had a, a very quiet game. That's a good thing. He just kept it neat and tidy, you know. I was actually speaking to somebody today about Kai Rose as well. So he is seven out of ten every week and just gets the job done. And it's mm-hmm. not really spoken about, but he's just a brilliant football player. He stopped a couple of goals like directly, last man challenges. Yeah. He's just brilliant. Lots and lots of blocks. Him and Hill. Five-year contract. Oh, we're so lucky, man. I just feel like we need to add add years on to like every player at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see what you were saying, Simon, Lauren Shankland on the golden boot thing. What was that? 
He's 13th, I think, in the world for the Golden Boot. Which is crazy. But that's the type of thing. If you're in England and you're in the Championship, we need to go and sign a striker. Lauren Shanklin's going to be on the radar of so many clubs if he keeps doing this consistently. Hi, Rangers. <laughs> and you've also got the Glasgow Rangers, yes. The thing with them is that they don't actually spend money on teams, on players within the league. And he does have no. what, two and a half years still on his deal. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'd rather keep Shankland, but I'm just saying that's um, strikers go for strikers go for big money. And if he does this consistently in, in the Scottish Premiership, which is for the first time, this has been the, it was the big question mark when he came to Hearts. Can he do it in the Premiership? And he clearly bloody can. <laughs> 20 goals and it's not even fucking February yet. Aye, so we've, if we exclude the World Cup, this is the sort of December point in the season. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is when the semi-finals <coughs> of the League Cup happen. That This amount of games have sort of occurred. If Lauren Shanklin had scored 20 goals before December in a regular season, people would be going absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah. That's very true. Would have had the, the January shutdown, mind. Aye, but that yes. would have taken us to the point that we're at now. Yeah, I suppose. So, yeah. Um, just enjoy it. Like 30, 31 years since Robble scored 20 goals in the league. Well, not in the league, in a season. You know, that's pretty much our whole lifetime since we've had a striker as good as Shanklin. And we wanted him dropped, and rightly so. <laughs> Cameron wanted him dropped. He did get dropped. Just told you. He dropped for half a game. He had it once for him. He only right, got right. back in because Humphreys got injured. <laughs> oh, um, I've got to enjoy it. I was walking the dug at like five o'clock there, and there's like a bunch of kids playing football and singing heart songs and stuff. Oh, I, I work in a school and there was boys doing their, like, the sort of cycling course thing, and they were just cycling past the windows with the three nils up. That's what they were doing, <laughs> just cycling around the playground. Yeah. Three nils to everyone in the classrooms. Look, it's that stuff that matters the most. Like, mine, mine being a young boy, like the 98 squad in the cup win, it's stuff like that. It's memories yeah. like that. When these kids get to teenagers, Lauren Shanklin will seem like a figment of their imagination, just how good he was. <laughs> Toby Sivike. So full time in, in that one, 56% possession, 21 shots and six on target for the high bees. 21 shots against our 44%, nine shots and six on target. So just absolutely clinical yet again. What you do with them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robbie Nielsen, I've started speculating heavily in the group chat that he'll be leaving Hearts this summer. Um, Your level of flip-flop is unbelievable. Maybe undefeated. It's definitely undefeated. Um, in all seriousness, if he if he keeps it up himself, people will be sniffing around Robbie Nielsen as well. If we get third again... Probably Rangers when they sacked the USA. <laughs> You never know, his name came up before Michael Wheel as well. Never know. I think if he wins the Scottish Cup, there's going to be big teams in England sniffing about Robbie Nielsen, isn't there? Do you think he'd want to go, though? 
I think, I think he's got the, bigger aspirations than that. I do wonder, though, because he's done it before and it didn't go well. Is that that can have a if he goes, he's going to want to pick the right job. It's not going to be any job you wouldn't have thought. No. So you'll take the Man United job when it comes up. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to think for an English Championship club. You could consider Robbie Nielsen to be a pro- promotion expert now as well, having done it twice with Hearts and Dundee United. And now he's proven to do an incredible job at both times once promoted as well. No, there's not a chance a promotion chasing championship team pick Robbie Nielsen. I like Robbie Nielsen. Nah, they're just the money that they can pay managers. They could get a, a much better manager than Robbie Nielsen. No offence. <laughs> no offence, Robbie Nielsen. I like him, I. What do you think Robbie Nielsen's on? 250 grand a year. Reasonable. <laughs> you take it. Aye. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? But yeah, we'll see what happens. But I, I did think, going into this game, if Hearts win not giving Nielsen the victory because he's not on the touchline. But you know what? I think he's earned it now. I couldn't say that with a straight face. I think you've got to just congratulate Robbie Nielsen on a good win there. Good substitutions made and another good team performance to dig in and, and make it light work at Easter Road. I always get worried, but I don't know why. Okay, that's the Hibs game. Um, <laughs> Aberdeen game. Last Wednesday, I don't have any any notes in front of me here. Somebody want to to talk about? Yeah, five, five now, well. freezing cold. <laughs> oh, the coldest of games. Really, really cold. Bovril nearly went all over the row in front when Michael Smith scored a screamer. Oh, Seven yes. Fielders didn't play very well, but somehow, aye, five now. Um, that was it, really. And we could have scored more. Yeah, no. Like we hit the post. We had one clued off the line. Humphreys missed. Like a, a great ball just timed his run wrong. Like ah, we could have scored more. Aberdeen got a goal ruled out. Just a fucking great night. And you could tell the Aberdeen fans left in the stands were the ones on a supporters coach. Mm-hmm. And they would just be sitting on the coach either way. Aye. That's well, a hard job that. <laughs> for you to have been there on a Wednesday night, you've you've left work at lunchtime or you've taken the whole day off for that. <laughs> that's brutal you see the G- Gino didn't get awarded that goal as well they got the Graham Shane OG mm-hmm. shite bags Shane OG Michael Smith screamer Shanklin penalty again um, Ginelli's goal and Devlin's goal Devlin I thought that was his first goal for the club totally forgot he'd actually scored already it was his first goal at Tynecastle. The other one was away at St Mirren. Mm. St Johnston. Oh, yeah. St Mirren. What was it? I can't I couldn't even tell you what that goal looks like. Just to clarify, thank, shout out to Glenn that sits next to us at the Games, who spent the next five, ten minutes after Devlin scored, trying to find out where he'd scored before. <laughs> oh, really? There you go. Good research, Glenn. Cheers, Glenn. If you, want, if you want to host a podcast, Glenn, you'd be more than welcome. <laughs> um, Just you. 
Well, it was a very strange performance from Aberdeen. It was just the weird strangest game ever. It was really frustrating, actually, watching it, because when did we score our second goal? When was that penalty? Uh, the yeah. 40th minute, the 28th, and then the penalty was the third goal. Yeah. I, I, I mind before the second goal, everyone was actually getting quite frustrated, because once again, we just couldn't get the ball at our half. We've obviously been told to like play the ball out from the back, but at points Aye. it's terrifying. Aye. Uh, it's working a lot better with Xander Clark and goal and Gordon not, isn't it? You've got to say. I would do it a lot more. Um I don't Xander Clark's kicking is not great, but he's much better ball control and he looks a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like we are not missing the first time Craig Gordon told Ashes. <laughs> the old sandwich back spinner. <laughs> <laughs> Normally into the dugouts. I'll miss them. <laughs> You'll get to see Bye. them again. We'll meet we, again. We've been so good, and that's just if we're just talking about Craig Gordon, the all the players that we've got out. Aye, it's crazy. It's nuts. Well, we could win the conference league next year. Imagine being this good without Gary Mackay Stevens. <laughs> Gary Mackay Steven. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um. Aye, that was uh, that was Aberdeen. Speaking the of players that injured, did anybody see Liam Boyce jumping about on the on the touchline? <laughs> <line? laughs> He's yeah. obviously feeling all right. <laughs> I right enough. Is there yeah. any is he back next season pretty much? I yeah. I mean I know, he's I think just you, done. He's hoping to be back before that. It might be one where you see him play like last game of the season, kind of Scottish Cup. Scottish Cup final. Yes. Yeah, boy. Second last game of the season. Didn't he want him anywhere near a cup <laughs> Um and I it was similar, I guess Aberdeen. Uh, no, well, we had 55% possession, 12 shots and six on target. So we've literally scored five out of six shots on goal against it was, Aberdeen. It was four out of four in the first half. Yeah, <laughs> unreal. That is proper counter-attack in Nielsen ball. Um, in Aberdeen, they only had nine shots and two on target. So it kind of felt like Aberdeen controlled the game in, in huge phases, but they just done absolutely nothing with it. Um, I, I remember seeing a, a stat afterwards as well. It was something like Aberdeen only won one tackle the whole game or something. Mad compared to our like 13 or 15. I don't think we played great against Hibs or Aberdeen, but at least Hibs created chances. Yeah. Aberdeen done fucking nothing. So um, Man, the best team we've played in the last three. <laughs> like, like, easily, yeah. Definitely. Just a shame, Hibs, like if they had like a good young Scottish striker up front, you'd think that if they just had that, they'd be able to score goals and it would have been a much tighter game, but they don't have one. No. Um, well, looking ahead then, it's Livingston this weekend. And since they pumped us 5-0 when everything was rosy last time, uh, <laughs> we've, played, we've played at the Tony Macaroni three times, picking up a 1-0 win, a 1-0 defeat and a 0-0 draw. Uh, losing most recently, just in September last year, when our squad was fucked and the fixture list was right congested. 
Um, our starting eleven had GMS and Lewis Nielsen in it, just to give you an idea how far we have come. Five 0 Livingston. Five 0 Livingston. Um, oh, this Cameron, is going no, 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 draw it and all over it. <laughs> Cameron, dare, dare I even ask? Buy or sell? Buy or sell? No. Quick recap of last week's because. These buys now look very easy. Um, asked you if Devlin would start versus Aberdeen. He did. Everybody bought that. Asked you if we'd get back to back clean sheets, and I sold that myself. So did Simon, so did Jarvie. Um, over 3.5 goals in a week. Jarvie, you sold that. We scored eight. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. And two hearts wins, everybody bought it. So that came in. Um, what that looked like was. Uh, two for you, Jarvie, a three for myself and Simon, and a four for everyone else. Yeah, a pat on the back, Barry. Thank you. Now, on to this week, and I've decided to push the, the goal piece up slightly. Um, and I'm looking for hearts over 2.5 goals versus Livingston. Bye, may as well keep going. Sell. Selling it. <coughs> Say it again, sorry. Over 2.5 goals versus Levy. So, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's overconfidence, and I am selling it. So, that's a sell, 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 and a buy for Hammy and Paddy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, do we think we see cool for over 30 minutes in this game? Buy. Sell. I am going to buy it as well. I'm basing that on nothing. It might happen. Um, sticking with kind of current trends, Smith or Sibic to get a goal or an assist. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Sibic has had both over the last couple of days, hasn't he? Yeah. In fairness, they have a they have an assist and a goal that was the same goal. Aye. I'm, I'm going to sell it. Uh, I'm going to sell it too. Yeah, oh, sell. All right then. And the last one, and you better get this uh, up on the socials quite quick, Jarry, because if you give um, the old Instagram and Twitter some time like you did last week, they'll get this, no problem. <laughs> um, a signing by kickoff on Saturday. Bye. Sell. Yeah, sell. Don't believe any yeah. of that. Sell it as well. Oh, this has become very negative. But there you go. <laughs> Hammy and Paddy with buys across the board and then plenty of sells between the rest of us. We'll let you know how Did it I goes. buy anything there? Um, yes, you bought the 30 minutes. No, oh, aye. aye. Mikhail will get dropped because he's been push. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you drop him? When we keep running games like this, I don't know. I don't know. No, just keep running them until he's got nothing left. Because that seems to be what we've done well for the last two years. Aye. <laughs> I just think, I think I will start. Yeah. Nothing like, um, nothing like getting to start a guy on a plastic pitch 
That, there's so many reasons for that cool, doesn't he, Stat? We'll see. Yeah. This is the, the wonders of Scottish football. I bet, you, I bet you a goal either way for... So, like, if cool starts, our bet goes down to 20 goals in the league. And if cool doesn't start, our bet goes up to 22. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why? So, well, just it's just for something interesting. No, you're just shiting yourself. Not, but I'm technically I've got you think he's going to start, so you're actually making the bet better for you. I'm not convinced that he's shiting himself, Javi. I just think he can get one over you again with changing maths. Aye, I know. I'm just leaving Paddy, it didn't as it is. Right. I'll just leave the bet as it is. Thank you. It's all the numbers, like eh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I need to con- confer with uh, Gary Locke first before coming back to him. <laughs> if I had a tenner for every time I was offered one of the bets, <laughs> I'd be a millionaire. Is that yeah. on the phone? No <laughs> <laughs> hey. interference there. <laughs> Good. Um, well, I won't be here on the podcast next week. Um, <laughs> thank God. Neither will you, Cameron. You'll be busy doing something as well, I'm sure. I'm to be fair, not, none of us will cover a nil-nil, will they? <laughs> so, we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, join us, uh, I join someone next week. Cammy will do it, he'll do a one-man show. Um, looking back at Livy and ahead to Rangers, which will be on that Wednesday, and Dundee United the following weekend. Um, so that's a, a big week. Buzzing for that Rangers game, Luke. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast and play along with buy or sell. And don't forget to leave us a generous star rating on whatever you're listening on. So until next time, I'm on the hearts and we'll see you again soon.